Welcome to the South African Birth Stories podcast. I'm Julia and I will be your host for today's episode. Each week, either Megan or I will be bringing you mothers telling their stories of childbirth. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Well, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in again. In today's episode, I interview the lovely Taryn. Taryn takes us through her two births, her latest being the birth of non-identical twin boys. She delivered these boys vaginally, which is amazing. So I'll let her tell her story. It's a really great one. Okay, well, good morning, Taryn. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks so much for inviting me. I hope something I have to share will be of use to someone else. I'm sure it will. So do you just want to tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, where you live, how many kids you have? Okay, so um, I'm married. I've been married for six years and I have three boys. My oldest, Benaya, is two and a half and I have twin boys, um, Teague and Samuel, and they're eight months old. And we live in Lakeside in Cape Town. Wow, so you have your hands very full. <laughs> yes. Boy mom. <laughs> so um, with the interest of time, do you want to just give us a quick overview of your first pregnancy and birth? And then we'll focus a little bit more on the twin birth because I think that's quite amazing. And that story will be really interesting. But yeah, you can just give us a quick overview of your first and then we'll go on to the, the twins. Okay, Um, so my first birth, pregnancy and labor went very, very well. Um, Yeah, I I really had such a smooth pregnancy. I didn't have any problems at all. And uh, my son was born at uh, 39 weeks and three days. So I was convinced he was going to come at 40 weeks. So even though he was, he really wasn't early, I was still caught a bit by surprise. (laughs) Um, yeah, it was a really long labor. So my water broke at, at quarter to four in the morning on a Thursday. And then he was born the following Friday night at six o'clock. Okay. And uh, luckily that wasn't pain all the time. It took quite a while for the, the actual labor to get going. It only started at 12 p.m. of the Thursday night. But um, yeah, it was really tiring because obviously, even though it was a day of waiting, um, just you know, the emotions and just sort of not knowing what to expect and being so nervous. It was, mm. yeah, it was really tiring. Um, but yeah, it went very well. And he was a very big boy. He was four and a half kilograms. Wow. And uh, yeah, and it was, it was definitely intense. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So then you had no um, pain relief, um, pain medication um, yeah. During that labor. No, I didn't. Um, I didn't have to have an um, epidural or anything like that. I did have to have an episiotomy. But okay. at the point that I had that, I was happy to do anything to get the baby out. Um, but in terms of pain management, I think definitely the best um, money my husband and I spent was on hiring a doula. Mm. And... Um, yeah, our doula really helped us so much because obviously it was all new to us. So we didn't know what was what to do or what to expect. 
And um, yeah, the doula really helps us with pain management and uh, massaging and suggestions. And yeah, I think that really made the experience really enjoyable for, well, as enjoyable <laughs> as it can be <laughs> for myself and my husband. So yeah, that great. really helped with pain management. That's great. And so just the sort of transition then, once you had had your first into motherhood and um, did you breastfeed? How did that go? Did you find everything sort of smooth going or was it difficult? Yeah, so, yeah, so that was also great about having our doula. She, she helped me with um, latching the baby straight away once my son was born. And just with breastfeeding support and I could be in touch with her constantly. And also through her, I found out about the Lesh League, which is... Mm -hmm which is an organization of breastfeeding mothers supporting other breastfeeding mothers. And yeah, that, that's also really helped me on my breastfeeding journey just to um, yeah, have people to speak to and support because it's not always easy. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so I did, I breastfed him, fed him until he was 17 months old when I was pregnant with my twins. Um, yeah. Wow, yeah. so yeah, that was that was quite a good journey then. Yes, yeah, and it was very challenging at times, yeah. but I'm very grateful that I could could breastfeed him. It yeah, it uh, it really helped with bonding, and yeah, it was a special time. That's great. That's great. Okay, so then moving on to your twin pregnancy, did you plan for the next pregnancy? Um, how did that sort of pan out? Yes, so um, both pregnancies were planned. Um, I actually have polycystic ovarian syndrome, so I expected it to be a struggle to fall pregnant, mm. but we were really blessed. Um, both times, we, once we decide, made the decision, it happened quite quickly. Um, and what did help quite a lot was just getting free. I had a very irregular cycle, so just getting free um, um, apps online for tracking your cycle that helped a lot and yeah it went very smoothly we didn't expect to have twins <laughs> yeah how was that um, so how did you find out that you were actually having twins what did that day look like <laughs> <laughs> so I've actually always secretly wanted twins it's been oh, a bit okay. of a joke <laughs> does it run in your family are there twins not at all not oh, at okay all. wow so, um yeah, I've always secretly wanted to have twins and then it would be a family joke that my husband would say, no, 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 definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so when I fell pregnant and I realized I was pregnant in the first trimester, I was just really very nauseous and really tired. And I thought maybe I'd forgotten how bad it was with my son and my first pregnancy because I thought, sure, this is a lot worse. Um, and I was actually convinced that I was having a girl because I have heard that with um, when you're pregnant with girls, you do tend to be a bit more nauseous than you would be with the boy. Mm. So um, my son actually went to have his adenoids removed in hospital. So while I was about seven weeks pregnant then, so I decided just to go for a scan while I'm at the hospital just to confirm that the, that I am pregnant, even though I knew I was pregnant, but just mm -hmm. wanted to check everything's fine. And the doctor scanned and said, yes, you're pregnant. And uh, we made plans from there. And uh, at 14, well, actually 13 weeks when I went for my big fetal assessment scan, um, on our way there, my husband and I were talking about pranks. Um, and 
I don't know why we were talking about it. We were just talking about pranks. And then when we got, when uh, the sonographer started scanning and she said, there's two babies in here. My husband <laughs> wow. said, oh, you called ahead. But I didn't understand <laughs> what he meant. And afterwards he said to me, no, because we'd been speaking about pranks, um, he assumed that I'd phoned ahead and asked them to please <laughs> pretend we're having twins. I love it. That's um, so funny. But yeah, it wasn't a prank. It was a shock <laughs> to both of us, but a really happy shock. Wow. Yeah, that's great. That's so amazing that you've always said you wanted twins and then it happened and it wasn't even yes. uh, in your family. That's amazing. Yes, no, it was, it was a complete surprise. And uh, yeah, so they were non-identical twins. Okay. And um, yeah, as you get older, your chances of having non-identical twins do increase. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know but, that. Uh, and then once you have had non-identical twins, your, your, your chances of your next pregnancy being non-identical twins again is really high. So oh, really? Wow. We're <laughs> we, done for now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. So did you find out the sex of the twins or did you want to get a surprise yes, actually at the time when i went for the scan my mom lives in the u.s my mom and my brother and they were out visiting us and then my aunt from Joburg was here visiting so even before we knew it was twins we decided that we're going to ask the sonographer to write this the gender down on a piece of paper and have a cake made and have a little fun. gender reveal party with our family and um which was really special that while they were here, we found out it was twins. So the party was even more exciting. Yeah. And I was still convinced that I was having two girls. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we had our little gender reveal party. And when we found out it's two boys, to be quite honest, I was actually quite sad and upset for a <laughs> day. But uh, now that uh, I made peace with it quite quickly as well. And now that they're here, I can't imagine not having three yeah. boys and... Yeah, I'm really grateful for, for the three boys that I have. Oh, that's so special. Yeah, it's uh, not all moms are comfortable with saying that they were actually a bit disappointed if when they found yeah. out the sex initially. Um, so, yeah, I can imagine, shame. But as you say, once they're here, then you can't imagine any, anything different. Yes. Um, now, for both pregnancies, I was hoping to, to keep it a surprise, but then my husband didn't want to, he wanted oh, okay. to know it. And to be quite honest, I'm glad that, especially the second time around, realizing that this is the last time we're having we're being pregnant now, and we're not having a girl. I'm glad I had the time to deal with it before, mm. before like having to deal with the newborn baby and everything. And yes. it took two or three days, and then you do know at the back, yeah, in your heart, all that really matters is that they're healthy. Yes. But yeah, it is it is a little bit of a loss, and I was feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> but, yeah. um okay so when you found out you were having twins did you have any um thoughts about okay how you wanted to go forward in terms of how the the birth was going to look and who you wanted to go with for your medical practitioners and that kind of thing yes so um as soon as we found out it was twins all our family and friends were saying to us um oh it's going to end up being a cesarean you know that it's not even an option Mm. So uh, um, I had made peace with that, and um, but so with my first birth, um, well, my, for my for my son's birth, we were with Jackie Searle at Vincent Pilotti, mm-hmm. and um, our doula was Vanya Truta, and she's also had twins herself. 
Oh, okay. Um, so I contacted Vanya and definitely wanted her for the second birth, and especially when I found out it was twins. Yes. So um, I was in touch with her, and Vanya actually said to me, "What have you thought about speaking to to your doctor about having a natural birth? Because I really had written it off. I thought it wasn't even an option." So yeah, when I went to see Dr. Searle, I just um, I asked if there was any chance that I could try a natural birth. And she said that she'd be prepared to give it a shot. Obviously, you have to be open-minded. Mm-hmm. Um, anything could happen. But um, if, if she, she sets out some conditions, and if all the conditions were met, then we could try for natural. So um, the, one of the conditions was that the first baby A, the baby lying closer to the cervix and the first one to be born has to be lying head down. Mm-hmm. Um, also because I'd had a natural birth already. Sorry, sorry, just a second. No problem. Sorry, I have a bit of a cold. Um, because I'd already had a natural birth and with Dr. Sewell, she felt a bit more comfortable um, to try for a second natural birth. And um, I'm just trying to think what the other conditions were. Oh, just that um, everything had gone well in the pregnancy and also that the labor had to start past, I think it was 34 weeks. Mm-hmm. If I went into labor before 34 weeks and they couldn't um, stop the labor from happening, then the cesarean might be the only option. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, miraculously, the pregnancy went so well. Okay. The baby stayed in, even though they were huge and I was huge. <laughs> and um, at 37 weeks, we um, we were induced. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's great. So, so your pregnancy carrying the twins, you said, went really well. Did you have any other symptoms besides your first? As you said, um, the, no- the no- stronger nausea in the beginning. How was the end stages of your pregnancy? Just very tired and feeling big. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah, even with my first son, um, who, who weighed four and a half and half kilograms in the end, I was really huge. And mm. people were always stopping me and asking me if I'm having twins. It was always very offended. <laughs> I would never ask someone if they're having twins. I think it's quite rude, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> um, so at least with the second pregnancy where I was even huger and really big, at least when people were asking me if I'm having twins, I could say yes. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely with the second pregnancy, I, was, I looked a lot bigger and gained a lot more weight a lot quicker. But I think that's just normal with the second pregnancy mm. anyway. But, um, yeah, now I did get very tired. So that's why I decided to stop breast. As soon as I found out it's twins, actually, I, I decided to stop breastfeeding my oldest son, even though I was only feeding him once. Okay. It did. Um, yeah, I was the first trimester I was extremely tired and nauseous, but once that passed in the second trimester, it actually went very well. And then, um, yeah, in the third trimester, it was really very tiring. And, um, I actually got to the stage, I think it was past about 25 weeks that I felt like I couldn't walk unless I was wearing a support brace. Um, really helped a lot. Like my tummy was huge and heavy. Um, yeah, and, and with my first pregnancy, I worked until the night before I gave birth wow. and just carried on and carried on, even though I was tired. 
Um, but then I ended up having such a long labor with my first pregnancy and I was exhausted and dealing with a newborn baby is really exhausting as well. So this time around, I decided to listen to my body and uh, I actually stopped working about 10 days before, okay. before he's arrived. And that made a huge difference. Mm, just I like imagine. Just resting. Yeah. So with... Um, when you made the decision that you wanted to try and go for natural birth for twins, what yes. were the sort of methods or classes or education or meditation or that kind of thing that you used to sort of prepare yourself um, yes. for that moment? So um, we, with my first son, we went to, my husband and I went to um, antenatal classes, which was very, very useful for both of us. Um, it was very important to both of us that my husband's also there for the whole labor mm. and part of the team. And um, he was definitely more excited about having kids than I was ever. Oh. <laughs> so, um, it was also really important to him. So yeah, going to antenatal classes really helped us um, both just get prepared and have a better understanding of the process. And then in terms of preparation, um, our doula, who was awesome, also did a bit of sort of antenatal preparation mm. um, and also breastfeeding support. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, our faith is really very important in our lives and pivotal to who we are. So um, I actually, through a friend, I found out about a book called Supernatural Childbirth. Mm. which is all about um, scriptures and prayers that you could pray over your pregnancy and your delivery and your child. And um, yeah, just standing on God's promises that pregnancy doesn't have to be the slug and um, mm. it doesn't have to be uncomfortable and awful. And yeah, and that childbirth is hard. It's probably the, the most physically, mentally, spiritually, everything. It's probably the most challenging experience you'll go through in your life, but um, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be awful and you don't have to fear it and dread it. And yeah. So yeah, supernatural childbirth really helped me a lot. Um, I could really recommend that. Great. That's beautiful. Just preparing mentally. Yeah. Great. That's awesome. So then, uh, do you want to take us right up to, to the end part where you say you, you went and you got induced? So how did that all start looking and panning out from there? So, um, Dr. Sewell didn't really want me to go past, sorry, just a second, sorry about that. No problem. Um, so, yeah, I, she didn't, she said that it wouldn't really be safe to go past 38 weeks with a twin pregnancy. So, um, just with my husband's work schedule at the time, we decided that the, the day that I um, was at 37 weeks would be the day that we'd um, be induced. So we went in at um, 7.30 and I was induced at 9 o'clock and um, the babies arrived by 7 p.m. So wow, what method of induction did they use? Um, if you can remember. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds ridiculous that I can't remember a detail like that, but it's so blurry. Um, uh, I, I don't even know. I don't even know the terms or the names or what's no, what they um, But I think it was, I actually can't remember. Was it just a honest. drip, a Pitocin drip or um, did they insert, because sometimes they insert yes. the balloon catheter. Uh, yeah. 
I think it was so. that, but I stand oh, okay. corrected. I can't believe I can't remember no, that. it's fine. <laughs> no problem. Okay, wow. So that's that was quite quick. So um, how yeah. was the induction initially? Did the contractions then start coming on quite fast and strong? Actually, it, it, it went quite slowly. Um, so we uh, had a whole WhatsApp group of all our friends and family that we were praying for, that were praying for us and that we were keeping updated because of my first labor, um, my husband was trying to answer everyone individually and he found that very stressful. So we just decided on like a, a WhatsApp broadcast group for this, this round. And um, yeah, initially it was going really slowly. So we asked everyone to just get praying and let things get started. Mm. And um, I remember it was sort of lunchtime and I could, because I'd experienced birth before, I could feel like things weren't progressing, things weren't mm. progressing. Um, and I think, I think by that stage, I was about um, four or five, I really can't remember the details terribly, but um, I think I was four or five centimeters dilated and it just, nothing was happening. So oh, I was okay. starting to get discouraged. Yeah. Um, but we just ask people to start praying and praying. And then um, Dr. Searle, I think it was at that point, I think they did a stretch and sweep. I might be wrong. I actually can't remember. I can't remember the details exactly, but um, I think there was a stretch and sweep at mm -hmm. that point. Mm -hmm. And then it also took quite a while. And then, it, and then eventually she decided to break my waters. Oh, okay. And then... I think like within an hour or two hours, the babies were born. So the things sort of slowed down for quite a few hours. But then as soon as my water broke, then it was just chaos. Oh, and, <laughs> and then it happened really quickly. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. from your waters breaking then, were you in a lot of pain? Was it more painful than your first? Or were you just using a lot of breathing techniques and things to get through or... What position were you so, in when you were laboring? Yeah, so, um, so from the point that my waters broke, um, I think things really picked up and really quickly. So then I decided to, to go into the bath a bit, into the water. And that was soothing for a bit. And then it just got to the stage where in the water, I felt like, oh, wow, the babies are coming now, which was quite an interesting feeling because with my first, like I just didn't know at what point I mm. just didn't really know what was going on mm -hmm. everything just felt so wild um yeah so then um, I was in the bath for quite a bit and then got out and got onto the bed and it was just go 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 from there wow um yeah okay awesome so obviously baby a was in the right correct position the whole time and baby a was born head first Yes, yes, baby, I was born head first. And actually, both of them were head down. Oh, um, nice. It was started. So, yeah, it, it, it all went very well. And um, so, baby, both babies were also quite big for twins. They were both three point, uh, close to three points. The one, baby A was a little bit over 3.7, and baby B was just a little bit under 3.7. Okay. Um, but baby A was slightly bigger. So baby A came out and then within 10 minutes, oh, it went so quickly, within 10 minutes, baby B was out. Wow. And it definitely felt very quick and easy to get baby B out. I didn't even have to do anything really. Um, so yeah, no, it went very quickly. Wow, that's amazing. 
I'm sure yeah. were your friends and family all amazed that you gave birth to twins naturally? Yes, no, I was also amazed. I was just yeah, like, amazed at yourself. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, but uh, I was quite encouraged because Vanya, my doula, had been at two other labors where twins had been born naturally. So I knew it wasn't impossible in this day yes. and age. Um, but I was really it's just so grateful yeah. that everything worked out so well. I know it's it's not always the case. And um, mm. yeah, I'm just really grateful that it went so well. That's amazing. Yeah. So once they were born, were they both perfectly healthy and they didn't need any time away from you? Or could they be b both placed on your chest? Yes, so once they were, so actually once um, baby A was out, um, I held baby B a bit. And I can't remember if when he latched then, it was only 10 minutes. I don't think I just, I held him for a little bit and then um, gave him over to dad. And then once baby B was born, then um, yeah, both of them latched and started wow. breastfeeding. Wow, and, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's so beautiful. Yeah. That's like the dream. <laughs> yes, no, I'm really grateful, really grateful that it all went so smoothly. Wow, that's yeah. nice. so lovely. So, and then from, from then on, was breastfeeding them, how has that looked? Has it been fine? Has, have you continued to breastfeed both of them? Yes. So, um, I have breastfed them up until now, um, mainly tandem feeding because mm -hmm. it's just such a time saver. Um, there was, I think at about four or five months, it was really challenging for me and I was wondering what to do because it's very awkward actually tandem feeding two babies at once because um, when they're really small, you put them in the, in the football, is it the football clutch hold? And <laughs> yes. uh, if you have a pillow, your hands are free. So, and um, for the first few months, we were so lucky. We had family come and help us um, okay. with our oldest and the baby. So, yeah, in the first few months, I read so many books while I was breastfeeding because, yeah, they were latched on and the pillow was supporting them and my hands were free. But yeah, as they got older and too big for that position, um, I'd sort of have to hold them up. So, yeah, it is quite challenging because you don't have free hands. So the mm. problem is when you're alone is how to get them on and off safely. Yes. I that you only have one hand per baby. Um, so, wow. yeah, but that's going well. And, uh, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So Superwoman, you yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just have a lot of support. And I do so much research. Yeah. Whatever I can that's find out there. Yeah. That's so awesome. Um, yeah, well, we'll definitely include the resources that you have mentioned and your doula's name and the book that you read mm -hmm. for people to refer to because that's really lovely. Um, yeah, and if there's anything else you'd like to mention, just sort of post-pregnancy, postpartum, or uh, any other resources you found really helpful. Otherwise, um, it's a great story. <laughs> look, have a think. Um, yeah, I don't know. For, for everything I prepare by doing a lot of reading. Mm. Um, but yeah, just I think for me, like what really, really helped was just having having a doula, having that mm. support because your doctor only comes for the very end, the labor part. And um, the hospital midwives, oh, sorry, it was a hospital birth. I, I don't know if I mentioned that, both of them. Mm. Um, yeah, the, the hospital midwives are sort of seeing to a few patients at a time. So 
Yeah, I think it's really important um, for dads to be involved in the labor if they mm -hmm. want to yeah. and um, be part of that experience. And the doula doesn't take away your the dad's role in supporting mm. you. The doula just adds to to um, helping you know what to do and yeah. ideas and pain yeah. management. Yeah, and um, to be that consistent person throughout. Yes, mm. no, definitely. Because labor is very challenging. Um, yes. <laughs> I think the more support you have and the more prepared you are, um, the better it mm. will go. Um, yeah. Um, but in terms of other resources, uh, I'll, I think uh, the Supernatural Childbirth book and in terms of breastfeeding support, the Lesh League, mm. um, just speaking to other moms, there's so much power in community. Because mm. um, that's also can be a very challenging journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely all worth it in the end. Great. Well, thank you so much for sharing your beautiful stories. They really are amazing. And I think it's going to encourage a lot of women to be more open-minded about birth. And especially if they're having twins, that it can be possible. Yeah. Um, to give birth naturally because I think like you said earlier um, if you're having twins your immediate thought is okay probably cesarean um, but it yes. doesn't always have to go down that road so yes. and I think like if you, if you do a lot of research and a lot of planning then it can really yes. um, look different to cesarean which is which is awesome so yeah thank you so much for sharing it was so lovely talking to you no you're welcome you're welcome thank you for inviting me I hope you enjoyed Taryn's episode. I thought it was a really positive and uplifting story. If you would like to submit your story, please go to our website www.southafricanbirthstories.co.za and you could submit your birth story onto our website and be a part of the podcast if that's something that you are keen on doing. But otherwise, we look forward to bringing you another great episode next week.